0: The hard sell is on
2: MSNBC as they dusted off Chuck Todd. And man, oh man, is he losing his hair like his neck was on fire. They must have got him off the lap of his portly lobbyist Democrat tramp wife to tell you how Nikki Haley's going to pull an upset. And during the exit poll, the only thing that matters, 47% of the people who voted are calling themselves independents, which means they're rat Democrats. Because what they do on a consistent basis, as you learn, whether you're a quick learner or you're slow on the uptake in the once great city, now a sewer of Marxist corruption called Chicago, is they have no standards, no scruples, and no conscience. So they'll steal whatever they want to steal. And that leads me to our next story, which is not going to be on MSNBC. It's not going to be on regular NBC. It won't be on any of the propaganda wings of this country calling themselves media. Because what they didn't want you to know is that we have provoked this entire instance in Ukraine, the most corrupt former Soviet Union country on the planet. We are neck deep in it. And it's the Democrats for decades going back to Obama and when Joe Biden could at least tie his own shoes. This is the scam. So they're tying it to our border. It's all about the fracking money. See, because crooks... If you haven't learned from Scott Goodman and Johnson, the, the so-called mayor, they can never steal enough or enough or, or more blatantly in your face because what they realize is you're not going to do anything about it. And even though all of the indications are we are really in World War III and it could get sticky with nukes and whatnot.
3: These classified documents from Germany reveal that, that world German? leaders are now preparing for Russia to launch World War III they would expand the war on Ukraine by attacking NATO
2: countries. You think that the Germans in their own little uh, little dark rooms with those mugs and those leader on, you think they laugh at us now as we are financing the Nazis in Ukraine? You think they're chuckling at that? I think it's kind of funny. The Fourth Reich will rise again, and the Americans will fund it.
3: next year. Next year, there's a timetable here. Member of the House Armed Services Committee, Carlson Pat Fallon, is with me. It does sound like these documents reveal a timetable for a Russian attack. What more do we know about this?
4: Well, Stuart, I'm just going to comment on what I've seen in the press for obvious reasons. But, <clears throat> but uh, you know, it's, it's, Russia's always presented a danger, and I think countries that are in the east, like Finland, for instance, have always seen it. Unfortunately, larger countries like Germany have taken a 30-minute nap, or sorry, a 30-year nap, rather. Um, Finland's more prepared to defend themselves than the country of Germany. uh...
2: But how did it all start? Does anybody remember? Does anybody care about the Civil War? Nobody cares. And then about Nord Stream 2. We blew it up. Does anybody care? You see, because we've been led, just like January 6th, into another Democrat trap. And you're in the trap now, and now you can't get funding for your own border unless you pay off the cohorts of corruption in Ukraine to kick back to the Democrat mafia. And they're holding you. And Chuck Schumer's in on it. All the senators are in on it. But I want to revisit just some of the damage we did.
5: I just see us having walked into a trap. I see Europe as the big loser of this, by the way. I see Europe as the huge loser of this. I don't know why when the U.S., blew up the Nord Stream pipeline mm-hmm.
6: that this we're all silent
5: about it. Yeah. And still- Why are we silent about it?
6: What's your
5: proof? Pardon me? What is your that, proof? That that President Biden said on February seventh of this year that if Russia invades, the pipeline is finished. And the reporter looked incredulously said, Mr. President, that is Russian German infrastructure. And President Biden says, don't worry, we have our ways.
2: That wasn't enough evidence. And by the way, that is Jeffrey Sachs. Jeffrey Sachs is a lifelong Democrat, but he's persona non grata because he exposed another unfortunate, unfortunate little tidbit of truth.
7: President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. It was released by an American investigative journalist. Seymour Hirsch. He says Zelensky and his team have embezzled about $400 million. $400 million.
2: Also, Apparently, a Democrat persona non grata because he exposed the truth. And here's another Democrat persona non grata. Here are the
1: undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded biolabs in Ukraine. According to the U.S. government, these biolabs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens. Ukraine is in an active-
2: fits the allegation by Vladimir Putin, as he proposed that the Americans were funding biolabs in Ukraine as we were building up NATO. He wanted to have a conversation. He wanted a peaceful resolution. But we didn't want it, because there's no money in that stealing, which is why Nikki Haley is the favorite Republican, because that Boeing whore will make sure we go into World War Three. And by the way, Anybody that tells you this is a legitimate foreign policy response is a Democrat, because Democrats think like thieves, and that's what they are.
8: Moving to the w- war in Ukraine now and a potential new source of funding for Kiev's defense effort. The United States is reportedly looking into the possibility of seizing some $300 billion in frozen Russian assets. The Biden administration is exploring that idea as future U.S. funding ...remains caught up in a domestic
3: budget dispute. Several weeks after these images announced Russia's invasion of Ukraine to the world... ...the US and the EU retaliated... ...by freezing around $300 billion worth of Russian state assets. But nearly two years on, and with no end in sight to the war... Washington and its allies are now talking about taking the more radical step of not just freezing the Russian assets, but confiscating them. Kiev is keen for this to happen.
2: Sure, because they keep buying Rolls Royces with our money. And now it's kind of drying up because the American people see what a scandal it is as these phony oligarchs, financed by Yuhur Kolomoisky and our money, with the billion-dollar loan guarantees that nobody looked at, nobody cared about. And in the meantime, we're in World War III, and they still don't want to talk to anybody. No diplomacy. In fact, we're just led around by this dimwit. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand, and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs. That's perfectly normal. He's perfectly competent. And here's the thing. He has a blank check, and it will continue in perpetuity because the C.R., that Mike Johnson just stabbed us in the back, that's not enough money. They're going to double down on kickbacks and schemes and money to the Azov off Nazis.
8: Uh, thank you, Senator Schumer. We've gotten to the point where the crisis for Ukraine is not theoretical, it's not prospective. it is here and now.
2: Well, Senator Murphy, how, how come we're at that point? Do you want to release any of the numbers of not just how many Americans were killed pretending to be ukrainians but how many ukrainians were killed all of which would have been avoided if donald trump would have been in office you know if his if his victory in 2020 would have been honored instead of the election thief stealing
8: the office reports suggest that on some days ukraine is firing one quarter to one half the number of rounds that the Russian military is. That is a recipe for disaster. That is a recipe. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's the ceasefire people
2: shutting down the expressways? Nobody cares. Why doesn't anybody care? I guess for the same reason they didn't care about the labs. They didn't care about Nord Stream 2, the eco-disaster. In fact, in Davos, what are they worried about? Well, they're worried about climate change. Here's a new one. Nobody mentioned Nord Stream 2 or the wars around the world.
0: We'll be having our coffee before the session, and, and you raised the coffee example. I'd love just to give you the chance to expand on that.
2: Basically, the coffee that we all
9: drink um, emits between 15 and 20 ton of CO2 per ton of coffee. So we should all know that. This is every time we drink coffee, we are... Are basically, putting CO2 into the atmosphere. Um, the other, and one of the reasons is because most of the coffee plantation, or most of the coffee is produced through monoculture.
2: Let me ask you this, you foreign sissy. So, what? Why aren't you protesting the wars or the bombing of Nord Stream 2? By the way, I just poured my coffee on the floor, and I'm going to make another pot and pour it down the drain. You've inspired me, Sally.
9: And, um, and, and monoculture is also affected by
2: climate change. Um, the quality of these nature assets is uh, deteriorating quite rapidly. By the way, French coffee sucks. In the meantime, John Kirby was asked about emissions. He didn't have a good answer either.
7: Uh, just a quick question about um, whether the administration includes environmental impact assessments in calculating how to support allies like Israel and Ukraine. Just for reference, we interviewed some environmental experts who estimated that in the last 60 days, U.S. supply flights to Israel contributed to 133,000 metric tons of CO2 emissions. That's a lot, right? So is that part of the calculation that you make, and how do you balance your desire to protect the environment with your desire to protect your allies?
2: I know of no... And I'm happy to take this question. Shut up. You know of no, you know nothing. Good thing it's all made up because you're good at nothing. In fact, all you do is just fraud and subvert the very principles of our nation. And that's why you're excited that the dimwit Supreme Court sided with your fascism in allowing fentanyl distributors to continue to come through. And you think I'm kidding you? Just
4: moments ago, Fox News learning from our CBP sources that the drug seizures since this fiscal year began on October 1st, you can see them here. Look at these numbers. Marijuana, more than 17,000, meth, more than 4,000, more, nearly 1,500 pounds of coke and over a thousand pounds of fentanyl,
2: 411 pounds of heroin. Three months. That's three months uh can you tell me what the uh, or the effect on the climate is from all of this manufacturing of dope can anybody answer that in the meantime well, why would you take the wire down
4: does razor wire work
10: does razor wire work for what does it work for the border patrol to allow them to have the access they need to be able to uh
2: to better process people that are you mean make sandwiches You mean make sandwiches and let them through like Cook County lets out gang-banging, drug-dealing scum, also known as CPS Honorable Students? Uh, Trying to get across the border? I don't think so, and that's why we asked for it to be removed. You asked for it to be removed. And the big scandal is the Supreme Court sided with them. Well, are you shocked? After all, the Supreme Court rewrote Obamacare, rewrote it to legitimize it. That was done by a Republican. Are you shocked that Amy Coney Barrett is a self-loathing Trump appointee? I'm not. And I don't even care about any of that. I just want our borders secure, number one. And number two, I'd like to avoid World War Three. See, because I don't want to get nuked with the rest of the moron Democrats. country with the fourth largest economy in the world.
4: So it's something that you always uh, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. But I
3: just remember See, right, right before Russia invaded Ukraine uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. We knew they were coming. We were telling that the, the media was, the White House was saying, "Look, you've got this uh, this uh, military force being assembled. Here comes the invasion. It seems like this is a repeat performance. They're planning to attack next year." I mean, I that's extraordinary stuff. It's not extraordinary stuff. It's exactly what we've
2: provoked, just like we provoked what happened in Ukraine by blowing up Nord Stream Two. I guess you could say we provoked it by financing the uh, BioLabs, not to mention the uh, covert operation with enriching an oligarch well-loathed by everybody by the name of Ihor Kolomoisky. How's his trial going? Is he going to court before or after Mike Madigan? It's really the same story. They just dress better. 312-642-5600.
0: Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM 560. The answer. Hey,
3: The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling 28 million dollars and 1.3 million euros in cash. Anastasia Kozitska was caught by the authorities.
2: And that's called slippage in Washington, D.C. And the only thing these politicians are mad at, it wasn't their dingbat wife. This is normal and it's going to continue until you get somebody in there who understands exactly what we need. Diplomacy. A word that is never mentioned in all of this, with all of these ex-CIA guys, not Jake Sullivan, not uh, the other idiot that's that's on board, not KJP. She doesn't know if it's
7: Tuesday or July. Is the president frustrated that Americans are feeling better about the economy, but they're not feeling better about his role? I think what the president is, is proud to see is that the data is showing that consumer confidence is up. Is that we're able? To- Where
2: exactly is this consumer to, is consumer confidence up among welfare people? In the meantime uh we've got a little bit of a problem going on with uh you know world war three and the fact that we have fentanyl dealers imploding running through our country not to mention we were just threatened by a middle eastern guy says he's not here for welfare to deliver drugs he's here
7: for the kaboom aloha snack bar immigration is now the top issue for americans over the economy over inflation as according to a new harvard poll so is immigration the president's top priority There are many issues that are top priorities for this president. Come on. The top
2: priority is that he doesn't soil himself. Top priority. Are you kidding me? This freak. That turn
9: that 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 turn uh, um, blonde in the sun and the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They'd look
2: at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And I tell you what. That's what happens, Squirrel, when that formaldehyde, Viagra, and Starbucks solution, that they shoot right into his eyeballs when it wears off. That's the Joe Biden you're left with. The moron, meandering around, soylent things. Teresa, Brass Coast.
1: Hey, Sean, Brass Coast checking in, and that last
2: soundbite just made me want to throw By the up. By the way, that's, 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 that's three years old. That's when they voted I know. for him, and we're proud of it, these moron Democrats. I know it. I know it. Um, You know, I just don't see many Americans
1: um, who involve themselves in the reality of politics. I mean, they complain about inflation, how it's affecting their lives, but they keep voting for the same people, the same party. Uh, You know, I'm voting Democrat. I'm voting Republican. It's robotic. What is the mentality of that? Those are the same
2: people. Those are the useful idiots. It's ignorance is bliss, right? Those are the ones that are easy prey. For the predators in that party, the predators are like Scott Goodman, Scott Goodman, the Chicago yeah. developer who got sixty dollars a foot for that tenement scum where the uh, the illegal alien died, the kid, the five year old kid. Right. Nobody asked a question, just like they don't ask a question to those two butter handed pansy half ass gangsters that own the tainted corner where they put up the tent, took down the tent. Nobody cares about the millions. They're they're right. the useful idiots that allow these predators to destroy everything. And if you think it's just our city. Oh, you'd be wrong. It's anywhere these f- moron Democrats are in charge.
7: Business owners say break-ins like this is costing them thousands of dollars in repairs when all they're trying to do is make a living.
2: Every window like this,
10: more than $1,000.
7: Well, that should
2: teach you to not open up a store in Seattle. Democrats run it. How about Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh
0: Squirrel? Shawside is one of the best neighborhoods in Pittsburgh. It's a great location, but uh, lack of public safety has ruined everything.
2: There you go. You're all right. Democrats. How about San Francisco, Squirrel? Here's another little side bit. And this will be coming to Chicago in the next 60 days. They add in the costs to their mafia waiters and waitresses, all the ones that are in the union.
0: So I guess this was the first time I went out to a restaurant in San Francisco this year, 2024, um, because I didn't really understand what was going on here. So there's a 20 percent... Service fee and then whatever that is, um, but the 20% so when we first walked in, they did say we automatically added 20% gratuity, and I thought like, okay, that's for this new.
2: Yeah, but there's a service fee. Then there's another 4% fee, so they can get health care. And by the way, California gives health care to you-know-who.
4: This is why they worry about the gotaways, and when you got the give-ups, Coming in such large numbers, it opens areas for the cartels to exploit the vulnerability and move nice. more narcotics well, across. In,
2: in California, the Sinaloa cartel has a health care paid for by the idiots who vote Democrat in California. Phil in Tinley Park.
6: Hey, Sean. How's it going? Good. How are you, Phil? Yeah. I'll tell you what. I've been, been thinking about China a lot. And, you know, I've got to be we got a bad
2: connection, babe. I I wanted to take the call terribly. we got a bad connection. But when you think about China, all you have to think about is the greatest asset of the Chinese Communist Party is in the White House. Among notable congressmen and senators, they invested wisely by buying politicians. America is
9: a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foothills of the Himalayas with... Xi Jinping. All right. Traveling with him, I guess we traveled 17,000 miles when I was vice president. I don't know that for a
2: fact. Is that when you decided to be a traitor? Your name will go down in infamy. You mark my words. This will be called American Dark Ages, and history will vindicate all of us. That no, you not only stole the election, you're a traitor to your country. 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600.
0: Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois in the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world, this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
2: On top of it all, it's not bad enough they steal our money and they misappropriate it or they pay doctors, that kill babies. We're pirates now, Squirrel. Now we're pirates.
5: In 2024, one of the key tasks is redirecting the frozen assets of the Russian Federation in the West towards Ukrainian recovery. The United States, the European Union and other
3: countries have come closer to resolving this issue. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has been pushing for this for a while. As a way-
2: sure, because he's stealing the money. He needs more money. He got away with it. 400 million gone. Nobody cares. What is it Chicago? Keep stealing the money. Surely Western suburbs Sean, I'm hearing the
1: same thing about World War 3 that you are. In fact, the director of NATO forces is warning the people in his country, the Netherlands, to prepare for war, and his name is Admiral Bauer.
2: Yeah, I He's saw it.
1: Yeah from, Let me ask you, a you question. know
2: did you see that on CBS I you know just went you know to um, you
1: know the internet and yeah. you know YouTube and uh, my point like, is YouTube, Shirley,
2: you're being you're being censored from that information like you're censored from all other information that's pertinent to your life that information that you're referring to is only available in European news because the American media is in collaboration with the Biden crime family and the Democrat mafia and the gangster government to keep that information away from the people, just like they did about this war being an asset of China and the oligarchs in Ukraine before this activity ever started.
1: Well, and that's exactly what I was going to say. It is in, you know, the European news, and we have three family members who live in, you know, the Netherlands and they are going back um, within, you know, the week. So this is a serious thing. They're being told the same thing in Sweden, and you're right with the Germans. They finally are starting to prepare for that, and I saw that on, um, you know. Well, that's the the good news
2: about southwest Uh, Florida. I'm in the crosswinds. Hopefully the fallout won't hit me. I'm way down south. But in the meantime, Shirley, did I ever tell you you sound exactly like my Auntie Louise, and I love my Auntie Louise?
1: No, no, you didn't tell me. Well, that, from now on but, you will you be know, referred
2: there's... to as my surely my Auntie Louise. All right, we have a we have a deal? I will try to remember that, Sean. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's <laughs> exactly how she says my name. Like she's disgusted with me and I didn't do my homework. Greg in Rogers Park.
1: Hey Sean. Sean you're in local way now. Oh, you're on the chipmunk line,
2: Greg. Hold on. It's not fair to you. Greg in Mount Greenwood. Oh hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, thanks for you want to talk about Carol Burnett? Who do you want to talk about? Ah, uh, this kook in the, uh, you know what, we talked about. Uh, oh, Amy um, Coney Barrett. I'd rather talk about yeah. Carol Burnett. Did you ever see her uh, in Annie? What a great, what a great role. I don't know how she didn't win the Academy Award for that, but go ahead. Okay,
10: so the um, this, the government is supposed to serve the states. The states basically put, the, 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 the states don't serve the government.
11: But well, you have lunch so with Rick's?
2: Do you have lunch with Rich in Indiana Park? You still think the government cares about what the principles of the no. nation are? Or that we're no. a republic? No, no, no. Wait, you know? wait, here's where I'm going.
10: Here's where I'm going with that. That Coney Barrett, she's supposed to all say that she's the wisest, the smartest, oh, legally, she knows. I mean, how the heck should, could she jump on board with the
11: leftists and go that way? and Did you not hear the I
2: identified it. her as what she is. A self-loathing Trump appointee. You see, this is what she would rather be in, in, in the little cliques that her kids go to school with the parents. She would rather be in with the pseudo-intellectual Democrats that allowed everything to, to be destroyed like a third-world country, from Chicago, New York, New Jersey, as they act so sophisticated, because they have one ticket and one ticket only. They want to kill babies. That's it! They don't care about anything else. Well, I got news for them. Putin, Putin may be agreeing with you. He's going to kill the babies? He's going to kill the adolescents. He's going to kill the seniors. How in
10: this situation with this issue does he best represent the pro-life Americans who want to see more unborn babies saved?
7: What I will say is majority of Americans, majority of Americans, wants to see their rights protected, wants to see women have their rights protected.
2: Did you know that, Squirrel? Majority of Americans want to see women kill their babies. I just think they're trash and low lives and the kind of wretched people I'm never going to reason with on the nuances of Keynesianism. These are people willing to kill their own kids. You think they give a rip about Ukraine stealing our money? Or the fact that government is spending money in order to mimic an economy? They don't care about that. They don't care about the welfare rolls. They just want to kill their kids. Here's another one. A young one. She's a med student, Squirrel. You're not going to believe this sick son of a dog.
7: I think abortion should be unrestrictive. And... I think when somebody finds out in pregnancy, when or how far along that they are, when someone finds out, they should be able to get an abortion if they want to. And for some people, that is full term. If I can't get abortion training here, if I can't perform abortions in my career, I will not stay in Wisconsin. And a lot of my colleagues who are on the same track agree.
2: Doesn't matter, honey. You don't need a medical license to kill a baby. Just that's a serial killer. You just hack it up. Ain't no big deal. You think you're a doctor? You're just a baby killer. Uh, Jeff and Wheaton. Sean, I didn't even
1: get a chance to finish yesterday. Do you know how we know that Nikki Haley's campaign was over? It was when that egghead moron over there at the no labels,
11: you Hobbs, know, Governor Hobbs Nikki Haley. Haley.
2: the guy who looks yeah, like a yeah. Thumb. Eh. yeah, Yeah, we
11: represent. Yeah, this guy. Right. He's over right. there saying, oh, she could possibly be on our ticket. That is the kiss of death. That's how we knew it was over for her. It's
1: time to unite behind Trump and stop Joe Biden.
2: Thank you. Brother, I love it, but it doesn't matter. He won in 2020, and here we are. Now, why did he win? Because he wanted to limit the money into government. He wanted accountability. He wanted responsibility. He wanted the principles of the nation. And here's the other thing. He wanted peace. See, they had to get him out of there because he did something that made them very, very uncomfortable. He actually talked to the so-called leaders of all of these despotic nations, including the fat guy in North Korea. That's why he didn't fire a rocket after that meeting. He wanted a dialogue with them. Unlike the Clintons, who just wanted to sell our uranium to the Russians so they could kick back a scheme to millions and tens of millions to the Clinton Foundation, which, by the way, during the Trump years, made
3: guts on ghoul. Retired Lieutenant Thank General you. Keith Kellogg joins me. Sir, did Trump cozy up two dictators? Yeah,
10: Stuart, thanks for having me on. No, that's absurd. I mean, it really is. Here's what President Trump does, and it's really good. He keeps the line of communications open. He talks to people. I don't care if it's uh, Mueller Barrader who led the Taliban or if it's Kim Jong-un or if it's President Xi or if it's President Putin. He leaves the chain of the line of
2: communications open because it's very important that they talk. And we when- for two and a half years, you have not seen one news, not one news segment on Vladimir Putin. Not one, because they're afraid what he'll say will resonate with the American people. You will not hear one thing. In the meantime, when Trump didn't like something, then he killed them like a dog and he didn't kill innocent people. He didn't kill a bunch of moron 18-year-old soldiers yelling aloha snack He killed the filthy son of dogs that were giving them orders. He died
10: like a dog. He died like a coward. He was whimpering, screaming and crying. And frankly, I think it's something that should be brought out so that his followers and all of these young kids that want to leave various countries, including the United States, they should see how he died. They don't want that in.
2: Because in Iran, he'd settle it right now. He'd blow up the Yard Gnome's castle, who's pretending to be the Iranian Reverend or Mullah or whatever the hell they call those idiots. We'll be back after this.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. 560. The answer. Squirrel, I poured another, an entire coffee right on
2: the ground look at me i'm making it warmer you're welcome how many people died this winter it's the heat that's gonna kill us all looks to be the cold you morons in the meantime we're at the precipice of world war three we've got a great team that's the biden obama team same thing they're all wonderful they're all very responsible and half of them have been on the money laundering scheme where they go to work for the companies, they get the kickbacks, so they
7: clearly want to make peace happen, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we would ask him this ourselves, obviously, but why, why do you think he decided not to address the fact that he was at home or say anything about his health in his, his first public appearance since being released from the hospital? Yeah, yeah.
4: I mean, I appreciate the question. Again, uh, it's his prerogative uh, on any remarks that he gives. Uh,
3: he could do what he
2: wants, honey, and you'll sit there and shut up. This isn't a republic. This is a totalitarian gangster government. Tony in Riverside.
1: Hi, Sean. I have two things. First of all, I'm starting to think that maybe we should send uh, crosses in Holy Water to people like Elise Stefanik and MTG and Jim Jordan. And maybe, you know, if they utilize that. because I think Crosses in Holy Water. Set. You better
2: send them a Norwegian axe because there's going to be uh, people I mean, that I, try to off them.
1: I think these people are possessed and maybe they'll melt. But what I called about really was... I had read something a while ago uh, about Judge Robert. I think he's compromised. Oh come on! Because first thing he did—the venue, because of the avenue he pursued to adopt his children—that he was supposedly was unaware of.
2: I'll tell you this. Into it, okay, I'll it's tell you started. this. When, it, when you look at what he did, when you look at at, at, at at the actions that he took when it came to Obamacare, it's outrageous. The argument that was presented and the way in which it was rewritten, not by the law or by Congress or Senate, was rewritten by him to pass it. That's when I, I, I'm going to tell you right now. I haven't cared what the Supreme Court says about anything. They're political appointees. They're political Compromised
1: Because if it came out, if what I read was true.
2: And the other ones what? aren't compromised? And the other ones aren't compromised. You understand the government wields all the power to take everything from you at any moment. It's a very few of us that don't care. The rest of people will bend knee, and they'll go along to get along. And, that, and Tony, you understand this. Everybody in that city, everybody knew who the gangsters were and what the scam was. Everybody knew who Tony Resco and the money kickbacks and the laundering scheme. Everybody knows how it works with the labor extortion mafia. Everybody. And they still go along with it. And that's why they'll shut their mouth. You have the information now of Scott Goldman. You have the information. He was making $60 a foot to rent out a dilapidated dung hole. $60 a foot for illegal aliens. The kid died and nothing's going to happen. That's a great, that's a dinger, squirrel, because you could have the best office building in the loop. And you know what your rent is? $53 a foot. But for this dung hole, we had nothing Not an adequate bathroom, didn't fit any regulations, no zoning, nothing. The rules are, there are no rules. Because he kicks back the check. What do they call it to legalize it? Campaign contributions. He's like Tony Resco, only without that greasy, Simon Bar-Sinister look. Where's Tony Resco today? Is he just in the office? So his 20-something-year-old dimwit fruit of his loins can pretend to be the developer? Same fracking deals. And the beat goes on. And the people in Chicago, you'll take it, because you're Democrats. You vote for it, you love it, and you think you're going to get in. Because you'll sell out your principles and your dignity and your parents and your grandparents for a fracking pension. That's why there's no getting along, coexisting. Just take those areas you've already ruined and let my people go. By the way, did Texas secede yet, or are we going to wait for tomorrow? Three one two six four two fifty six hundred.
0: Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show. This
1: looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy.
0: My next so guest is a guest i love to have
2: on it, in particular when we like discuss me, so topics of the geopolitical me, nature. He, his expertise has been very well documented. You've seen his writings everywhere from the Washington Times to American Greatness, where he still is a writer and editor. He's the author of three books and the kind of books that really you need to look at and you need to read. The latest book, ironically, is called Biohacked, China's Race to Control Life. In 2020, he wrote a book called Winning Space, How America Can Remain a Superpower. But in 2022, he wrote a very important book called The Shadow War, Iran's Quest for Supremacy. He is Brandon J. Weichart. Brandon, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me, as always. Oh, thank you. I'm aggravated as always because uh, we have a subversive, an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic, posing as president, and I believe he stole the office in the first place. So it's a it's a hard road when uh, you know you don't watch men in tights uh, chase balls, and this is all you do. It's frustrating, <laughs> and you realize who we're arguing with is not somebody who can be reasoned with. And I no. say that because I have the benefit. Of, of of living through the 70s and remembering Iran and remembering the nuance and the, and the way in which the, it became a theocracy, to now you have these yeah. 7th century Yardnome barbarians who are in control, terrorizing their own people and threatening to blow up the world. And I don't see what's to stop them. I mean, after all, they live to die anyway.
11: Yeah, well, that's the thing. is We talked about this last time, is the ideology is very important to understand when we're talking about Iran, They are not a rational actor they are not interested in a deal they may say they are but that's just to buy them time to keep building up their capabilities to really do damage to us and to sort of initiate their the final war of armageddon that they want to initiate to bring about their their messiah the mahdi's return um and so that's what we're up against and joe biden um i wish i could say that you know this is joe biden being uh dumb but i actually think joe biden a isn't even really in control. And I think, B, he doesn't have a brain anymore. And so, um, you know, this is really Obama's third term. And I think that they're governing Obama is through um, uh, Biden. And I think we know that Obama hates uh, Israel and he doesn't like America's role in the Middle East. And he wants to do deals with the Islamists.
2: And that's what we're seeing. If we survive this, I think history will vindicate all of our allegations because the facts have always been there. The facts are there today. And the reality Absolutely. is we are the ones, and when I say we, I mean the, the, right now America, since Joe Biden acquired the office, and I believe stole, since yep. Joe Biden stole the office, we have enriched them, not just with money, but we've enriched them with technology and weapons. We yep. have left weapons for other forms of terrorists called the Taliban as they tried to yep. legitimize them. As and they're still theodic. holding hostages, by the way, U.S. hostages which sure. the Taliban are still holding. So he wants to continually enrich Theocracies, and that's yeah. the 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 real crux of it. And I was listening. I like to do a lot of research, and I was listening to this rabbi, and this yeah. rabbi was contradicting what's getting all of these kids out on the streets, and these yeah. kids, I to a, to a certain extent, they're undereducated in our public school system, and right. I get I get the empathy and the sympathy because they're ignorant to the facts. So right. I want you to, I want you to listen to this if you don't mind, and 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 just Absolutely. tell me what you think. It's a rabbi. And he is, lecture, he is correcting the myth that started this whole thing and has these kids in our streets.
0: Jews have lived in the Muslim world for as long as Islam has existed in the Muslim world. I mean, sure, I guess that's one way to put it. Uh, another is that there were Jewish communities in the Middle East, including what is today Iraq and Iran. For more than a thousand years before Muhammad was even born, anti-Semitism is the crime of the West. Anti-Semitism was not uniquely a crime of the West; it was a crime of the Islamic world as well. The Spanish Golden Age came to an abrupt end when the Almohads, a radical sect of Muslim Berbers, forced Jews to choose between exile, conversion, or death. You have his and the the thing that people forget.
2: Yep. If it wasn't for uh, the Mormons or Scientologists, uh, Islam is arguably one of the newest religions. It didn't exist until, what, 619 or 622? So the Jews have been around for thousands of years, the Christians thousands of years, and I'm not saying, okay, but the reality is this is a religion that is built on the elimination of competition, and that's really the crux of it.
11: Right, well, they spread it by the sword. You know, uh, Christianity spread uh, by the act of Christ's uh, sacrifice and all the evangelism around that. Um, and uh, Islam literally spread by the sword, and that's what you're dealing with uh, when you're talking about Islam. Is um, it is a, a militant religion? It is a political religion. Um, it is, uh, you know, that's what you see throughout the history of the Middle East when we're talking about Islam. Is it's a political religion?
2: So, how many Americans are alive that kind of remember the Pallavi dynasty that ended in the 70s? I think it was 79 when it ended. And that's when we really saw Iran go hard theocrat. Um, do you think Americans are aware that right now in America there are descendants of Iranians that fled because they themselves were going to be killed if right. they pushed back against this theocracy? That Right now, thanks to Barack Obama, who squashed the uprising to overthrow the Yard Gnome, I don't know if he's called the Grand Puba or the Grand uh, Ayatollah, I don't really give a rip. But they were going to overthrow them, and, and and they're all gone. So the reality is, from within these countries, the CIA ideology of financing and uproar only really works on January 6th right. in this country, doesn't it?
11: <laughs> right, absolutely. Um, you know, the, what we're witnessing, and it's the same thing, by the way, with Cuba, right? I mean, we have, I live in Florida, as you know, so I've got a lot of Cubans here whose families fled uh, Castro's terrorism, and it's really... I mean, communism and Islamism, okay, yes, communists don't believe in a god, Islamists do, but there's a lot of overlap in other ways between Islamism and communism. Um, and so the regime in Iran, to me, is uh, you know very similar to Castro's regime in Cuba, very similar to the Chinese Communist Party in, in uh, China and North Korea as well, the, the Communist Party there. There's a lot of similarities, and they all have the same pattern. And all, it's always the Democrats who want to do deals with those people. Um, and it's just interesting because, um, you know, Donald Trump was supposedly a Russian agent because he talked about doing business and normalizing relations with Russia when he was running for president in 2016. And that made him inherently suspect, according to the elite. But the elite that were going after him loved doing deals with actual direct threats to the United States like the Islamic Republic of Iran, they actually want to give nukes to the Islamic Republic of Iran. Uh, You know, they do it to all of our worst enemies, um, and yet they are constantly projecting and saying that, well, the Republicans are the problem and you can't trust them with Russia. But what are they doing with Iran, who is currently destabilizing probably the most important region in the world, and they are trying to start a world war? Make no mistake. The Iranian regime's goal is not peace. It is to start a world war that they think will free their messiah and allow for them to become the dominant player, not only in the Middle East, but the world, because their messiah will be propping them up. That's what they're doing right now, and they think now is the time.
2: I have an acquaintance of mine whose uh, father worked in that organization. He was actually his uh, very close friend of of uh, the uh, Pallavi uh, mm-hmm. leader at the time in the 70s, and he's in exile here since the 70s. At the time, he was a little kid. But um, these are people that understand exactly what we're up again, against. The American yeah. people have been sequestered from that information. I have never in my life thought that the American people would be so willing to have news censored. And the fact that Joe Biden was infiltrated with Robert Malley, really barack obama and robert malley is a traitor to his country is yes. on the payroll to the islamic uh, people's republic of whatever but the reality is this is a big problem and the news squashes the information so who's to right. say that those secrets that went out are not necessarily right. for these pocket right. nukes because this is something we're not going to know who hit us is it right. russia is it iran or is it a communist well, Chinese who together also own biden
11: Right. And they're all working together now because they sense weakness. Right. They they sense that America is basically a dying country and they're going to do what all vultures do. They're going to pick us off. They're going to pick us clean. Uh, And it's amazing how many of our elites are going to help them. And I'm not just saying Democrat elites. I mean, we see with Mitch McConnell, we see the the elite Republicans are just as complicit. I Remember, it was Bob Corker in the Senate, Republican who pushed uh, the the deal through, the uh, nuclear deal with Iran in 2015. He was the one that was pushing it through, even though he ran as a Tea Party conservative. So our elite are on board with the kind of dissection of America by these uh, rapacious foreign empires that want to destroy us.
2: I want to know your your, your thoughts on this, because I have to tell you, I have... uh, I was lucky enough to be in the financial world in the 90s when the collapse of the Soviet Union happened. Yeah. And I remembered at that time at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, a tremendous amount of Russian delegates came to see how our exchanges work. Yeah, And it, it was at that time that uh, um, Bush Sr., I think it was, right? Yeah, Bush Sr. Mm-hmm. brought Putin here to America. And they were clowning around and he liked them and all the rest of it. Then his son had Bush. Even Clinton. Well, no, Clinton was with Yeltsin, right? So Yeltsin, yeah. That was, Yeltsin. You're thinking of George W. I'm Bush. I'm thinking of George W. Bush with, with Putin. Yeah. But it was Yeltsin yeah. that was brought over um, with both Bush Sr. and Clinton, right? That was Boris Yeltsin. Correct. Yes. Correct. And that was that when everything started to wobble and everything eventually collapsed. And at right. that moment, for just a brief time, through arguably three presidents... There was a relationship, a symbiotic relationship, where it had matured to the point where even our hedge funds and our retirement, 401ks, had interests in Russian businesses. And it looked to be, for a moment, that Russia was an ally of sorts. And that really went quiet under Obama. And that was the the scandal of Obama telling the Putin replacement, his name escapes me right now. Dmitry um, Medvedev. Yes, and he said, tell Putin after the election, I'll yeah. have more time. And there was an allegation. What is he talking about? When did it become where Putin was such an adversary that we can't hear him right. speak on this country? You know, I think, I think we're on the wrong side of this. Because Ihor Kolomoisky has always been a rotten, low-life oligarch, tormenting the Ukrainian people. He was at the at the hus, at the cusp of of the of the war that went on that no American wants to talk about for eight years, the Civil War, the Minsk yeah. agreements were tried. That was when uh, Obama tried to subvert them. He didn't want peace then, so I'm right. wondering. I believe we're on the wrong side. I'm wondering what you think. Uh, well, this is the basis of my next book. It's
11: called "The Disaster of Our Own Making: How NATO Expansion Doomed Ukraine." Um, and I get into the history of exactly what you're talking about. It'll be coming out uh, right before the election this year, um, and you're exactly right. I, I wouldn't say that we're I wouldn't say we're on a right or the wrong side. Um, I, I think that Russia is definitely not a friend, but I do think we made them into an enemy after the Cold War. I do not think they started out in the post Cold War era as an enemy. In fact, they were trying to become like us, and we kept sort of you know pushing them around and humiliating them. Uh, to to satisfy the need to spread NATO, uh, which they were saying, please don't do this. They said the one thing they were asking us from Gorbachev to Yeltsin to Putin, three very different Russian leaders, all three of them at different times in their reign were saying, please don't spread NATO. Just don't do it and we'll have a good relationship. And the elites in Washington, the same elites, by the way, who hated Reagan when he said he was going to beat the Soviet Union, the same elites who hated, uh, or rather, who pushed us into the Iraq War in 2003, that group, the neoconservatives and the neoliberals, are the ones who kept pushing Russia when it was down. And basically, we reenacted the worst bits of the Treaty of Versailles, if you think about it, at that ended World War One. The reason Hitler rose in World War Two was partly because the Germans felt like the Allies humiliated them after the end of World War One, and they did. And we did the same thing to the Russians. We humiliated them, a very proud people who were trying to be like us. Were they perfect? No. But we turned them into a very grave enemy, and they are now becoming a vassal of China. And when you marry Chinese power and money, With Russia's military capability and and their natural resources, you now have a nightmare scenario.
2: And the other thing, we had a nightmare scenario before any of this happened, and we all knew it. I was watching documentaries that were done by the BBC, that were done by Canada, a decade ago more than a decade ago, exposing the the futility in Ukrainian life if you weren't in on the government fraud and scam. It was like Chicago. The oligarchs ran it. They controlled everything from the water to the electricity. And this was an expose that was done almost monthly. By different journalists that pointed out the corruption, the reporters that disappeared, that were exposing it in Ukraine. And this is how it all right. started with the Civil War going on, as they were right. trying to eliminate anybody who not only would report on it, but anybody who spoke Russian. And this is getting lost. And once again, we're enriching bad players. That's the part I yes. hate, as you saw well, George because, Soros because come out two our years ago. All married to them. Well, George well, Soros our came our out two years ago. Money off of them. Yeah. And he admitted that we were there before the fall of the Soviet Union. We set up different uh, uh, entities that existed. And that's who Joe Biden was giving the loan guarantees to. Nobody ever asked that question. When Joe Biden confessed to political bribery and said he held back the policy money for the billion dollar loan guarantees, who got the loans? We don't know. Right. 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 Well, and furthermore, you know, his son Hunter was on the board
11: of Burisma, which is their national uh, energy firm. You know, who else was on the board with Igor. him was a guy named, well, yeah, and a guy named Jay Hofer Black, who was the head of the CIA's counterterrorism center. Um, he was the guy that told George W. Bush bin Laden will be dead with his eyes dotting with flies. Um, and so, Jacob, my question that I've asked, you know, what exactly was a recently retired CIA counterterrorism center director doing on the board of Burisma with Hunter Biden for years? What was going on? What part did the CIA play? And I think when you uncover that that scab, you're going to find a lot of cuss.
2: You know, there was a, a Ukraine. There was an American. He was actually an American. And he was a journalist. He had, he had married a Ukrainian girl. And he was reporting from very early on. I I, I brought this up, and I can't remember his name for the life of me. Gonzalo. Lira Gonzalo. Or Gonzalo Lira. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this guy, I was listening to him, and then he was banned from YouTube. And then he went on Rumble. And he was on the run. He had been picked up. He had been beaten up. He uh, had a broken rib, and he was trying to cross the border. They picked him up. Right. He was tortured and murdered by the Ukrainians in the prison. He's an American, and right. I heard a question asked to the uh, uh, Kirby and the other guy who worked for the CIA, who looks like a Pez dispenser, who quit when Trump uh, joined. Uh, what the hell's his name? Oh, Ned Price. Yes, and uh, it, it, that was it. So two questions. Here you have an American journalist, and I like yeah. kept thinking about. Was the Khashoggi guy? How you wanted to go to war with Saudi Arabia and every yeah. Middle Eastern country? Yeah. for that Wasn't guy. It but
11: funny though, also, yeah,
2: you're right. You're right.
11: Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny too because like Saudi Arabia, we need Saudi Arabia for the Middle East, and and the Biden administration and the Democrats are more than happy to go to war with them over uh, a, a Saudi spy who was also a dissident against his own country. Um, they <laughs> killed him because of that. Meanwhile, in Ukraine, they murder an American journalist, and I don't care what people think about him. I I knew him a little bit over uh, Twitter. He was a, a, a fan of my writing on Ukraine. I, I had told him a couple years ago, I thought he was a little too anti-Ukraine, but I will say that his death and torture at the hands of Ukraine uh, should indicate that this is not a good group of people. We should not be in bed with them. and no. They do not have our best interests. And by the way, and I show this in the book, in my next book, um, everybody talks about Russia interfering in our election in 2016, supposedly to help Trump. Well, I have actual documentation that Ukraine was influencing the Democratic Party to try to support Hillary Clinton by giving them misinformation about key members of the Trump uh, Trump campaign, to try to get the intelligence services here in the United States to go after the Trump campaign so that they wouldn't win. And that's exactly what happened. Oh. Of course, Trump still won, but we know what happened with all the investigations and how that dogged him the first two years of his presidency.
2: The greatest, I mean, up until the, the, the trader and the guy who's got $24 million from directly from foreign adversaries in his checking account, Joe Biden, but the greatest political scandal up until then was how Barack Obama had weaponized the government and surveilled, Donald Trump, one of the most well known right. guys in the country, and they made that bull dung up because of the Hillary Clinton campaign off of the Steele dossier. Yeah. And you hear nothing. Go right. crickets. And a lot of that a lot of that information, if it wasn't
11: coming from people that worked for Hillary Clinton, by the way, that was the P tape, that came from one of her PR executives who gave it to Christopher Steele, who put it in his memo, who gave the memo to John McCain because John McCain hated Trump. And then Trump gave it to the FBI, and that's what triggered this whole thing. They were either doing that or they were getting information from a woman named Alexandra Chalupa, who was a DNC operative with Ukrainian ties. And she was meeting with the Ukrainian ambassador for a lot of times in 2016. And the Ukrainians were feeding her information about people like Paul Manafort saying that he's really a Russian spy. And that was being thrown into the FBI investigation. And that's how we got the Mueller report. So everybody talks about Russia interfering, which has been proven, by the way, Trump is not a Russian agent. They proved there's no collusion. That was the end of the Mueller, can- the Mueller investigation. But so what, what they have proof on, and they're not talking about, and this is in my next book, what they have proof on is that, in fact, Ukraine was actually influencing our election illegitimately uh, to try to get Hillary Clinton into power because they believed that she was going to basically go to war on their behalf against Russia.
2: He is Brandon J. Weickart. You better give me an advanced copy of that book. I can't wait to read it. I will as soon as it's done, and maybe I can get a blurb from you, too. Oh, are you nuts? Whatever you need. Absolutely. Anything awesome. I could do. I love, I love your writing. But uh, you did mention you. John McCain and his hate for, for uh, Donald Trump. He Remember with that, that old decrepit thumb down on Obamacare, that rat bastard? Right. I hope Madeleine Albright has a red ball in his mouth prancing him around Haiti on a leash. <laughs> Thank you very much, Brandon Weickart. Thank you. Talk we'll to be, you later. You, too. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
2: Squirrel, I want you to call heavenly bodies. See how much of Stephen Hawking will run me.
10: But the southern border is like nobody's ever seen. But the northern border's bad, too. They have done a terrible job This is one of the worst things. I believe it's one of the worst tragedies ever to befall our country. I really do.
7: That was just moments ago. Donald Trump making a visit to a polling site in New Hampshire. stressing. Who
2: could fix it, Squirrel? Who do you think could fix it?
6: Um, What was the cause of the United States Civil War?
7: Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run. That's it, dummy.
2: Now, are you going to negotiate with foreign leaders, or are you going to enrich the only company that made you worth $9 million, the bust-out that you were?
7: If you have to lie to win, you don't deserve to win. I never said Hillary Clinton was an inspiration. Hillary Clinton is actually the reason. I may not agree with her on a lot of things, but she is actually the reason that I made the jump. And so then I had to figure out whether I was Republican or Democrat. So...
2: That does explain how you want to be a how you became a Boeing whore and how you enrich yourself. Hillary Clinton was doing that, who, way back before her thighs were rubbing together. Uh, Phil in Tinley Park. Uh, Sean, you hear me? Okay. I could hear you.
1: All right. Uh, so here's uh, what I wanted to say. Uh, Trump. What I've always I don't know. I've been I've been on the Trump bandwagon since the very beginning. I had Trump hats when they were white before they were red, you know. So yes. I just you know, I got a stack of people that ask you know people. I got a stack of red hats like up to the ceiling. But yeah. uh, and what I've always loved about the guy is he's an easy read. This is what people mean when they say Oh, he tells the truth. Well, I mean sometimes politicians have to play things close to the breast, but you always he's a he's an even if he is you know, if he, let's say it this way, even if he is lying, you, you know that guy. You know what he
2: means. You
6: well, know I'll tell what you he, what, Phil, know I mean, always oh, know where it. he's
2: coming from.
1: I and,
11: get it, but so, the fact
2: that you were on the wagon, that's, that's a given, right? Guys who were with him in 16 are with him today, for the most part, unequivocally 80% of them. I'm not one of those guys. I was not with him yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Because to me, it never made it. sense yeah. why he would give $50,000 to the nine-fingered Yakuza, Rahm Emanuel. Never made any sense to me. Why in the world would he hire that loathsome scumbag, Ed Burke? And then I couldn't understand why all the Democrats weren't in love with him anyway. After all, he'd been financing them and giving them money since he gave the reverend of, of uh, from the Church of Perpetual Tax Evasion, known as Jesse Jackson, a free campaign headquarters in Trump Towers back in 1984. So I never got into it. I was not on the bandwagon. I did not put the hat on. It was through his success in policy that he won me over. Because he understood the principle of how to actually build a private economy versus the bastardized Keynesian Ponzi scheme we have now, where all we can do is continue to spend money. As we are setting records today, again, we're at $34.06 trillion. It'll soon be $35 trillion. And they have no idea how to stop it. None. Because in order to fake our economy, we have to keep doing this. I mean, after all, we can only steal so much money from Russia. In the meantime, how do we build a real private economy and pay down the debt? By letting the people keep their money. And the importance of border security. The former president also focusing on other day one priorities while
11: on
7: the campaign trail, like making his tax cuts permanent.
10: Biden is pushing the largest tax hike in American history. I will make the Trump tax cuts again, the biggest ever in history. We're going to make them permanent. They come due in a year. And I will once again cut a record number of job killing regulations. And, you know, it's interesting. I was with business leaders and I asked the whole group, 20 of them, big companies. And I said, which was more important, the tax cuts or the Regulation cuts, every single one of them said the regulation cuts were more important.
2: And that's what he understands. Joe Biden can't do that without mandating regulations to steer people and bribe people into participating in his scam policies. I don't care if it's solar nonsense on your house that suck and lock you into an $80,000 second mortgage that you were unaware of. Or those phony cars that don't run in the cold. Uh, Anthony St. Charles.
10: Oh, good evening, John. How are you, sir?
2: Wonderful. How are you? Excellent. Well, it's good to call in. My friends are hearing me on the air, so so we'll see what happens. Well, don't flub it, Anthony. Pressure's right, on. I'm, Deliver now.
6: Oh, yes. Well, I love to be a pressure. I love to be, be before audiences. Well, right. you know, section, uh, article four, section four of the Constitution of the United States says that every state and union should have a Republican form of government. And
10: it should be protected against invasion on application of the legislature. I think uh, before we put impeach John Roberts billboards up, you ought to read this. And the, wow. the
6: other thing, the other point is this.
10: Um, I saw John Governor Sununu uh, in an interview this afternoon uh, refer to President Trump as a coward. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, I think President Trump's one of the bravest presidents we've had in recent U.S. history. And Governor Sununu has no business calling to
8: president trump a coward and i think if he ever debated president trump trump would wipe the floor with him
2: anthony he's like jb pritzker if he wasn't a winner of the loin lottery you'd never know his name his daddy gave him his seat his daddy gave him his political corrections he's a bum he's a bum i'm so sick of these trust fund babies so disgusted thank you for the call so disgusted with these frauds pretending to achieve something coward You think John Sununa wants to meet me in a parking lot? You got me by 150 pounds, want? What do you say? I don't think so. Kira, Indiana.
1: Hey, Sean, I'm just leaving work here in Joliet, where apparently there was some kind of mass murder.
2: Democrat on Democrat (laughs) scum violence. Bunch of scumbags shooting each other.
1: I can't tell if that was uh, an illegal alien shooting or if that was something else, but... John, I called to ask about uh, what's different between this election and the election to come because, yes, I'm excited he's going to win New Hampshire. Yes, Trump won Iowa, but so what? Isn't this a repeat of the last election? Has anything changed in those states like Michigan? philadelphia pennsylvania wherever
2: they cheated arizona nothing has changed wisconsin no kira but what's what to be excited about is what you see before your eyes and what anthony discussed with the constitution article 4 section 4 the fact of the matter is more and more states are joining convention of the states if you think i think trump's gonna win you're wrong i don't think that and i think they'll cheat him again the way they cheated him before But what's happened is a tremendous amount of decent people who recognize the fraud and futility in living in these gangster Democrat sewer ghettos have gone to these good states, such as yourself. Because if I remember just a few short months ago, you weren't calling me from Indiana. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So now those states can move forward the way Texas should move forward tomorrow and secede. That's the answer. You think I'm going to... Do you really think you're going to reason with these morons? I mean, seriously. You think they're going to want to give up the power of extortion and stealing your money to continue on their schemes that enrich them all, whether it's the eco-Nazi movement or any other scam they have going? Of course not. I mean, I know that. Well, On how are you going to possibly reason with anybody whose fundamental principle for voting is to kill their baby? I, I mean it. How are you going to reason with this girl?
7: I think abortion should be unrestrictive. And I think when somebody finds out in pregnancy, when, or how far along that they are, when someone finds out, they should be able to get an abortion if they want.
2: You think she cares if Joe Biden is a thief or an asset of China and Ukraine? She doesn't care. She wants to be the doctor getting paid to kill the babies. And after all, Joe Biden, what's he, Catholic? Sure he is. I know the folks
9: across America are worried about what they're seeing happening to women all across America. I hear about it everywhere I go. My message is we're fighting hard to reinstate your rights and the rights to protect women and families and doctors who care for those
2: women. Except for the women in the bellies. Then they could, they could get motzed and killed and murdered, and we're going to pay for it. And it's not good enough to have the ghetto states, you know, the ones led by Democrats, like Illinois. You're the killing field. It's an industry that's keeping you afloat. It's not good enough to have those states that want to live like that. In the meantime, the Catholics, the Jews, all of the people who pretend to be capitalists, they'll continue to vote for Democrats. Why? Because they prefer to be in on the scam than seeing it torn asunder.
10: Very grateful to be endorsed by one of the nation's largest Catholic advocacy groups, Catholic Vote. It's called Catholic Vote. And I just want to thank them. They are incredible. I don't know what it is with Catholics, but the FBI is going after Catholics. What is
2: going... Who would... Why would any Catholic vote for a Democrat? Because they're Democrats. And they want their phony schemes and kickbacks and mystical, magical pensions. They'd hit their mother in the face with a shovel the same way Tony Resco would. 312-642-5600.
0: He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560 am 560 the answer
5: by the way if you are smart enough you know
2: who i am but you are really not smart enough to know who i am but soon you're gonna know who i am i know who you are aloha snack bar you're one of those seventh century yard gnomes that likes to kill their kids what happened in tinley park
7: Some breaking news to tell you about police in Tinley Park have just announced charges in the shooting deaths of four women Sunday morning in Tinley Park. Amhar Kasim has been charged with four counts of first degree murder.
2: Amhar Kasim, is that Dutch squirrel? Uh, Is that Scottish or Yugoslavian? I don't think it is either. I think it's an Aloha snack bar. You killed your wife and your three daughters, huh? Huh? You still got your goat.
7: Police confirm it was a domestic violence incident. Twins Halima and Zahia Kasim, their sister Hanan, and their mother Mahida were all found dead in their home in the 70s.
2: I hope that son of a dog burns in hell. Say hello to Madeline Albright for me, will you? Ah,
6: despicable.
2: Robert in Bloomingdale.
6: Yeah, it is despicable, son. You know, I want to ask you, too, what do you think about this 5-4 to four ruling by the Supreme Court of Texas to take
8: out those barriers to keep out illegal immigrants. Can you believe I that? I think it's a
2: great reason for Texas to file for secession right now. Texas is bigger than Ukraine. File for secession. Why should America invade Texas? I mean, after all, it, it, it was the last to the dance anyway. I think that Texas needs to cut itself out and become its own country. I think a lot of people would go there. I think it's absolutely. After all... Have you gotten a good answer as to, uh, as to any of the questions that we all want to ask this so-called administration, the traitor and thief, and his, his cohorts? Yeah.
4: Thank you, John. Uh, why are you guys making it easier for people to enter the country illegally?
2: I mean, that's a simple question. Why? Why? And then you realize, well, it's a plan that's been in motion for decades. After all, why would a, why would a city... Declare itself null and void of immigration laws if they didn't want the illegal aliens. Now, as an excuse to enrich the Democrat donors like Scott Goodman, I understand the scam there. To implode our system so you get more money, because you're all bust-outs anyway, and you blew the money, like in Chicago and Brandon Johnson. How's this panic attacks? The little Sally! I'll give you a panic attack. In the meantime, can you answer a very simple question? Why would you do it? Uh, do you have a good answer? I don't think you do. Rich in Indian Park. Hey, Sean, how are you doing Oh my word! You are really on the on the on the on the system here. All right, go ahead. We might as well go with it. We're running out of time. Go ahead.
9: Uh, what I wanted to say is uh, you've been talking about the uh, Republicans and the Democrats, and they're like they're be in the Christ. I mean, why right, are
2: you even talking? All right, I can't. It's so bad. Show. It's so bad, Rich. I can't even hear it. I don't believe we are. Why do you think we are?
4: Well. You guys sued to cut razor wire that was put in place by Texas officials. So and that the
10: Border Patrol could actually
2: do their jobs, but keep going.
10: Well, you won in
2: court. Now, what kind of a more, I mean, really, even are, uh, the Democrats that freaking stupid, you cut the razor wire that was preventing the illegal aliens from scurrying up there after they got out of the river, and you're saying it's helping Border Patrol do its job? It was keeping the illegal aliens out. Isn't that Border Patrol's job? But then again, we're talking to a Democrat. They need the failure.
8: So now what?
4: The Border Patrol Union president is saying the Supreme Court's decision is going to undoubtedly encourage more illegal immigration. Do you guys know better than the Border
10: Patrol Union? The Border Patrol needed access, and that's why we sued to get rid of that. uh, Yes!
2: Yes! And Illinois has a surplus. Chicago, another surplus. Their financial schemes are working. The economy's good. It's utopia, and you've never been safer. How much bull dung do Democrats really tolerate? I guess if you're high and stupid or in on it, doesn't really matter. We'll be back.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show.
1: This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me.
2: How
0: many gangster disciples, Sinaloa
2: cartel members that are destroying the quality of life in the once great city Chicago have a FOID card? I don't know. I don't know about many, but that didn't stop Porky Pig, also known as J.B. Pritzker, from infringing your Second Amendment. The good news is there are good people around this country putting up a fight for the fundamental principles of our nation. Now, granted, not a lot of them are going to do it from the inside of the belly of the beast in Illinois. But my next guest is in the belly of the beast of California. In fact, he has been with Gun Owners of America, California area, for 35 years. He right now, as I talk to him, is live from SHOT Show in Las Vegas, Nevada, to update us on the lawsuit Gun Owners of America has filed on behalf of Illinoisans who want their principle of the Second Amendment back. He is Sam Paredes. Sam, thank you for joining me. How are you?
8: Sean, I'm doing just awesome. Uh, we're living the dream. The SHOT Show is awesome. And what we're doing in the courts right now just just is so cool. It's ridiculous.
2: Well, I'm wondering because, you know, in Illinois, the way it works in Illinois is the judiciary has been infiltrated by the mafia, the Democrat mafia, so much so that the, uh, the leader of the Illinois Supreme Court up until very recently was the wife of a newly convicted 50-year gangster alderman. And she didn't go to law school till she was in her 40s, and she became the Supreme Court uh, uh, leader uh, you know. there. So I don't have much faith in the judiciary in Illinois, and I'm starting to lose it in the American uh, Supreme Court. I'm wondering, do you see signs for people to get excited about?
8: Absolutely. We plan on taking the Pritzker case to the United States Supreme Court. We think that we will have six votes uh, in our favor uh, on, on this issue. And um, we're very excited, and we're, very, uh, we're feeling pretty pumped about it. Uh, we're not going to allow the, the, the Illinois courts to run roughshod over the, the Second Amendment and the Constitution. Uh, we're just going to take it to them, and we are prepared to go all the way. We think this case will has a very good chance of being accepted by the United States Supreme Court, and we're very excited about that
2: Now, you were also instrumental, uh, I believe, gun owners of America in California, because you recently had a court victory in California, didn't you?
8: Man, we've had some major victories here in California, including overturning the sensitive places law in a bill called SB2. Uh, it's, It's a very big and complicated case, and we sued twice, one on the process for infringing on the concealed carry weapons permit system in California, the cost, the timing, the training requirements, and all of that, and the other one on the sensitive places. And the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which is, you know, they used to be called the silly ninth or the crazy ninth or the ninth circus. We actually got a three-judge panel to say that, yeah, the lower court judge's ruling was correct that sensitive places uh, are unconstitutional except in very, very few places. If they did not occur... In 1791, when the Constitution was ratified, the Bill of Rights was ratified, they, they, it's unconstitutional. So, yes, yeah, huge victory. People could still carry to protect them, themselves and their families all over the state of California uh, for now as we proceed with the, with the case.
2: Well, I think that's actually a good victory because, uh, you know, it's an indication that there is some hope. Um, and people in Illinois start to lose hope because the reality is this is just going to make more victims as the people who are drug-dealing low-life scums break the law with impunity. There is no recourse in Illinois. It's ironic when you see these kids who are caught with guns and in shooting suspects, how they're turned back out on the streets, and now we have a law in Illinois where there's no bail. So my question is this. Yeah. People in Illinois are not really complying, and these are people who always complied. They, they, they put the left foot in, took the left foot out, did the hokey-pokey, turned themselves around with any rule that came up by the fascists, incompetent Illinois Democrats. But now they're saying, ah, we're not going to comply. What is the legal grounds for them? Should they be victims of uh, and targeted by, by law enforcement and prosecuted? What do they do?
8: You know what? The onus of this goes on law enforcement itself. They swore an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States of America, including and especially the Second Amendment. And they are the ones who should say, you know, we know that our hands are tied with regards to going after criminals. Why should we turn our attention on the law-abiding citizens of Illinois, who all they want to do is protect their lives, the lives of their families, their homes, their businesses, in their travels. So law enforcement should say, you know what, we're going to stick to our oath in, in, in defending the Constitution. And you know what, even our founding father says that there's a time when tyranny is so strong that uh, it, it's time to defy uh, and to fight back. And I think that's what Illinoisans are doing in a very big way and makes all of us, including those of us in California who live under a very similar uh, tyrannical regime as as Illinois, um, you're making us proud because the the folks are saying enough is enough. Our lives, the lives of our children, our families, and our friends are more important than a bunch of uh, uh, political hacks who flip the middle finger to the Supreme Court, the rule of law, and who tear up the Constitution and burn it on the street.
2: Sam, what's shocking to me is how easy it was to take people who have never broken the law for the most part never and they followed the rules and on one day they're in compliance they're happy Americans they're minding their own business and through the passage of this arbitrary infringement on the second amendment they're felons and they were given a waiting you know a, a, a register time not much i mean in there is that where you think the greatest strong point is uh what when you talk to your lawyers which way are they going to, to approach it, as it's a clear infringement of the Second Amendment, or the fact that it was done and immediately turning decent people into felons, which is a pretty serious thing in a state and a city that really doesn't prosecute felons of their favoritism? My point is, this to me seems like an easy case to prove, the, the politicization of justice itself. As you're turning out gangbangers who are caught with guns... And you want to make guys who are family men, who are hobby shooters and hunters, you want to make them felons overnight. Are you are you getting any indication as to how your lawyers are going to argue this?
8: The answer to your question of either or is yes. Both factors, the constitutionality of this and the fact that, that this is turning once law-abiding citizens in instantly into felons, if they don't comply with a law that is clearly unconstitutional, that both of those things are going to be essential parts of our lawsuit and our case before the United States Supreme Court. And it is so egregious what the state of Illinois has done to its citizens. Number one, the citizens are no longer paying attention to them. And when the citizens no longer pay attention to the government, the government is is obsolete. Yeah. Uh, they, well. they're, they're meaningless. Yeah, uh, So that's where we are.
2: You know, what's interesting to me is um, to, to now I, I, I'm i in a state, uh, Florida, that has taken off all the restraints. You can go buy a gun. You don't need a concealed carry. You don't need a FOID card. You can carry it with you, you, you know, all of the rest of it. And it turns out there happens to be, I think at the last count, was it 16 or 17 states that kind of have very, very similar, uh, the lack of restriction on gun ownership. Now, um, those states were predicted to have this massive uptick in shootings, yet it hasn't happened. It's been in effect for about nine months, maybe a a year. Now, do we have any data on the fact that there are states that have moved to unencumber citizens from any regulation on on, uh, on gun restrictions versus the ones like Illinois that seem to be third-world hellhole countries when you look at Chicago and some of the other Democrat strongholds around the state?
8: John, the answer is that there are 26 states that are oh. constitutional carried where your permit is the Second Amendment. You don't need permission from the government to carry a concealed firearm legally to protect yourself and, and your families. And the facts are now coming out, and the left, leftist, progressive, anti-gun, communist, whatever you want to call them, are starting to become unglued because in multiple states like Ohio, we're seeing in Florida and and a, a couple of other states, they have actually had double-digit drops in their uh, uh, murder rates with firearms. Double-digit yeah. drops. That means that when criminals don't know who's carrying guns, they are afraid to commit a crime because oh, this yeah. person might fight back.
2: So, yeah. It, yeah
8: this is this is the, the proof is in the pudding.
2: It's a more polite society, I could tell you that. When you know the old man in the Mercedes-Benz probably has a forty five strapped to his hip, you're going to hesitate before you rob, beat, and rape them or whatever the hell they're doing in the city of Chicago, which is in absolute disarray or chaos. And you know what I'm wondering, Sam? All of these scallywags, all they understand is power, money, and the misuse of both. Should this be beat in the Supreme Court? Could some victims who may have complied with the law or may have not bought a gun and because of the law could they have libel cases against the government themselves who turn them into victims you know this is something that i think it's underreported. how many good and decent people who would normally protect themselves but don't have the six hundred dollars in chicago to go and buy a gun that cost hundred and fifty dollars and six hundred dollars in licensing fees they've in essence been made victims by the regulation, and the cost of compliance. Is there a case there in your mind, or is this something that any of the lawyers have even mentioned? Do the people have recourse?
8: You know, the the lawyers, the the brilliant lawyers that are winning all of these Second Amendment lawsuits are taking a look at that specific issue. Now, our, our, our founding fathers, in their wisdom, created a system where we cannot sue legislators for... Uh, sponsoring and passing unconstitutional laws. Our founding fathers in the Constitution say that our remedy is in the courts. Well, that's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah, we couldn't sue them for passing these laws, but the impacts of these laws. Number one, there is a potential for, for a legal theory to go after them and, and pay them, make them pay for what they've done. Um, and number two, it should energize Illinoisans from top to bottom to do something else. And that's to both these bums out of out of power because yeah. gun control means one thing: they want control. Period. That is what they want. They want to control the people, and they figure that the only way they can really truly control the people is if they take away their guns. They they prevent them from being able to legally access guns. So this is about control, and it's not good control. This is control by the by the tyrannical leadership in the in the, the, the cities and the counties and, and in the state government, uh, they want to control the people. And, and the people are saying, you know what? We are no longer serfs and subjects. We are free citizens, and we are going to exercise our God-given rights to protect ourselves. And the Constitution says that arms shall not be infringed. The right to keep and bear arms shall be infringed, because that is the best tool available for people to defend themselves. And so that's what we are pushing for. That's our whole direction, that our legal teams are looking to, to, to uh, uh, mold our lawsuits to accomplish those goals.
2: You know, as you're talking, you know what I'm thinking about, Sam? I was lucky enough to be raised by people who loved the idea of America, and they hated the idea that corrupt governments could infringe upon those principles. So when I was a young man and I went to work at a very dangerous place in Chicago called the South Water Market, I was handed a gun. There was no FOID cards, there was no nothing. Here's a gun, my cousin said, if somebody comes to hurt you, you hurt them first, and that's the way it is. So when the FOID card rule came along, I complied. And I signed up, and I paid my fee. When the concealed carry came along, I complied. And along with that compliance, ironically, is when you purchase weapons, you register them. So now the database of Illinois has all of the people who comply, they have the weapons that now are considered a felony. Do you think, Illinois, uh, it will be so brash as to revoke those FOID cards and hoist the compliance uh, the citizens who did comply with the regulations by their own petard and show them, now that you told us what you have, now you're a felon? Can they do it? kind of without coming to your house and arresting you and just do it from a computer? Because one thing I've learned is these Chicago Democrats are cowards and they prefer to do things that way. Do you think that's something that can happen?
8: Yes. Well, absolutely I do. And I say that because here in California, twice in our recent history, we have had guns confiscated by the government, that they they used registration uh, uh, databases in order to identify people who owned or purchased firearms that the state deemed bad guns, and they went and they confiscated those guns. So people who don't think that registration uh, 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 systems uh, will allow the government to confiscate them, I'm sorry, they're proven wrong already by the fact and experience.
2: You know, Sam, once again, the, uh, the legal scallywag who breaks our laws from the very beginning has the anonymity that I always thought I could take advantage of. Once again, the gangbangers, the drug dealers, the cartel members, they're in complete anonymity. And here we are following all the ticky-tack nonsense laws, and instantly we are the criminals that can, at the click of a switch, become uh, adversaries of our own government that we complied with. That's why I love the idea. You've been doing this for 35 years in the second most totalitarian state called California. Sam Paredes, thank you very much. Have a good time at the gun show, and uh, I hope everything goes well for you. Thank you.
8: God bless you and stay safe, my friend. It's always a pleasure, Sean.
2: Thank you. you. Looking forward to the next time. We'll be back with your calls and comments.
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Ah, boy, oh, boy. You know, Squirrel,
2: during the Cold War, somehow there was a map that had been uh, obtained by American intelligence, and it showed in America where Russia was going to target. And did you know, Squirrel, the target area for Illinois was at Harlem Avenue and North Avenue, and the reason was the Fermi Lab and all that, and it would wipe out Chicago. I'm wondering if that's still the target's. You know, they've made some advances on the weapon. I don't know if they need as many as they had to. But look, who, uh, look who's look who been watching documentaries. Bill, on the South Side!
9: Yeah, Sean, it was back in 2003 or four something like that. I was on vacation. It was on in the morning. It was either like a, a Channel 11 channel or Discovery or History Channel or something. But in a documentary about, and this was that during the time that uh, Bill Clinton had, was having his affair with Monica Lewinsky. Sure. So, uh, it was either late on a Saturday night or early Sunday morning that their, uh, their main nuclear center noticed that a rocket was headed toward uh, Moscow. And it had the same shape as a ballistic missile. Well, they summoned Yeltsin to the, uh, to the center over there. And uh, uh, they, they were watching. It kept getting closer and closer. And they tried to get Yeltsin to retaliate. With a retaliation strike, they thought it was a nuclear missile. And uh, Yeltsin held out, and he held out, and he held out, and he held out, because all these old generals and stuff were still in power there, too, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, he held out, and finally that uh, that missile made a, uh, a sharp turn and headed toward the North Pole. It was a weather rocket. We never informed Russia about it or anything. During that time, uh, Yeltsin was trying to get a hold of Clinton on a hotline. No wow. response. He didn't have his pants on. Well, when he uh, Yeah, right. Anyway, when uh, Yeltsin left the bunker, the sun was already coming out, and uh, uh, the Russian press was trying to find out what was going on, and uh, he was you could tell he was worn out. Well, shortly after that, I don't know if it was an hour or two after that, when he got home, he had a major heart attack. I noticed at that time, that's when a, uh, a fallout happened between him and Clinton, because part, part of that, I mean, he looked like a overweight. Uh, well, you know the thing too, Bill. That people, guys,
2: people discount the thing too. During the Cold War, that the people who were in charge of the Soviet Union and America understood that nobody wins and the destruction is catastrophic. It's it's unimaginable, and uh, they had a, a a better sense of the gravitas of exactly what we were dealing with. They didn't want innocent people to die. Those guys are gone. They don't exist anymore. Or if they're around, they're like. The dim in diapers, who doesn't know if it's Tuesday or July, he can't remember where, where his phone right. number uh, uh, was supposed to go, or his address. And this is who you're dealing with. So it's a dangerous time, and stupid people create dangerous times, and that's what we have in charge. And then you have the corrupt aspect. So we, ironically, my point to you is, I think we were safer during the Cold War, because both the old Soviets and the American politicians understood exactly what was at stake. And now we have politicians that are provoking nuclear war. And, ironically, enabling it. Nobody talks about Hillary Clinton, the only uh, wife in America that everybody knew why her husband cheated. But nobody talks about her Uranium One deal with Russia. It's, like, pretty much forgotten outside of this radio station. And sooner or later, Bill, people are going to have to put the pieces together. Now, let me ask you another question. You did something that annoys me a little bit. I'll tell you what it is. When you were 50, would you have ever slept with a 19-year-old woman? No. Of course not. You know why? She's a girl. She's a girl. He was 50. The President of the United States, she was a girl. Sick son of a dog that he was. Thank you very much. I say Bill was because he is. Bill Clinton is a rapist. But I'll tell you what, squirrel. When it came to foreign policy, Bill Clinton at least had some sense of right and wrong.
8: All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country, are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring. By barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. Now, Squirrel, In there was the budget, State of the Union, you-
2: 1995, and I don't think he was wearing pants. 312-642-5600. I'm
4: not wearing any pants. Film at 11.
0: Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. <laughs> AM560, The Answer.
2: Let it breathe. where I like this song. Border Patrol Chief Jason
4: Owens tweeting over this past weekend alone. Agents busted over 300 pounds of drugs like fentanyl, meth, cocaine, 11 subjects with criminal history like sexual assault, uh, with the child, murder weapons, drug trafficking,
2: you name it. Over 20. 20- you know, Democrats. They're going to blend in famously. Cream Puff Jim, why in the world is your new mayor? The big Lori Lightfoot with that Marvin the Martian hairdo. Why is he having panic attacks? Because it's his first job? The well, freaking bust think, out. Yeah, you know,
6: I think happened. Yeah, what I think happened was I think he got stuck for a couple of weeks in that deep tunnel project and never give anybody. Uh,
2: oh, the deep tunnel. To, Boy, there's a gift that keeps on giving. How long has it been going on?
6: I've, got, I've, been, I've been friends and relatives down there who have never been seen again, Sean. They've gone in there Yeah, because they retired.
2: They took their pension yeah, to you know. Guadalajara. <laughs>
6: Yes, and listen to this. I talked to my prosecutor, and I, I got one of those. I still got one of those minors. Think, thing on it. Sure. I said, "You think you, you think you get me down there with a stop sign and, and, and what about a, uh, a city vehicle, electric vehicle? I could use one of those because my bomb is ready to explode."
2: You know who else has my, one
6: of those <laughs> JB proctologist.
2: <laughs> Yeah, it that. talk it about use. a deep tunnel. Yeah. In the meantime, what is it, about $2 billion on that thing? 30 years of nonsense? It's nobody knows what 50. the
6: hell it does? It's over 50. No, it it's over 50. It started in 72, and it's still going strong. It's yeah. my favorite project. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, Old you know. Man
2: <laughs> Daly set ahead. that up. How many short-in-the-pants mafia members have jobs that nobody knows about to that?
6: At? Well, uh, you think that you think there's an army down there. That, oh. uh, you know, a union, He pushed sure. own union jets. They're like so leprechauns.
2: I wonder if they got shillelaghs they're digging that thing with. Thank you very much for calling the show. In the meantime, they didn't care about the border either. You know what? If we would have hired some illegal aliens for that deep tunnel, we'd have been done 35 years ago at a third of the cost.
7: An unsustainable border, what they're calling a crisis. Why can't this be accomplished during this administration? Well, so there is no question that our immigration system is broken.
2: Pay attention, Squirrel. She's a renowned lawyer, never tried a case. She's the vice president. We don't know how,
7: but she can't find her underwear. And so much so that we, as the first bill that Uh we offered after our inauguration, was to fix the immigration system, which included what we must do to create a pathway for citizenship Mm -hmm. and to put the resources that are needed into the border.
2: But No, 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 no. What about Wrong. the $1.5 billion you took to those third-world hull-holes to inspire the caravans of chaos?
7: Sadly, people on the other side of the aisle have been playing politics with this issue. The solutions are at hand. And, you know, gone are the days, sadly, where a President Bush or John McCain understood that we should have a bipartisan approach to fixing this problem which is a long-standing problem
2: did these idiots ever talk about bill clinton in 1995 they ever talk about it at all they ever talk about the chaos and the nonsense that they've created do they talk about the kids that are dying from the fentanyl overdoses or is it just not their kids except for hunter biden how did he escape that Twenty-four thousand dollars in cash and two firearms yeah and we're giving him twenty five hundred dollars and free housing, Kevin in Las Vegas.
6: Hey Sean, perfect setup with the border stuff there. Um, two two quick points for you. <laughs> um, I'm still uh, catching up on some of the older stuff. Last night I'm in uh, April of 2021. Oh wow, it was April way 19, back machine. April 9th. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. It's uh, right. April 19th, 2021. The Biden administration banned the term illegal alien just want yeah. people to remember that. I mean, they they yeah. planned. This is a plan. This is a well-thought-out plan. And, I
2: wish I um, would have done a, a whole thing on, on um, when you really look at the cohorts of corruption in these big cities, how they simultaneously declared themselves sanctuary city, which was a term that really was an admission that you were going to nullify American right. immigration law. And you see in the beginning it was because people had already started to leave those areas. And you look, it was Harold Washington. Who did it from the mayor's office? But it was Bruce Rauner, married to a longtime Democrat donating scum, and he's the one who took Illinois into sanctuary state. But go ahead,
6: the whole state, yeah. And you've been mentioning the uh, Cloward Piven lately quite a bit too. I mean, that's Absolutely. pretty much spot on. Um, and the other one I wanted to, to talk to you about was uh, why why should Texas care what the Supreme Court did? I mean, didn't the Supreme Court say uh, the student loan? Payoffs were unconstitutional,
2: and what's happened since then? Yeah, hundred. What was it? One hundred thirty-five million or billion? Who knows how much money they gave away? Yeah, and they're going to continue to give it away. Care?
6: We, okay. yeah, I cool. have a Thanks friend of, mine, ruling, from,
2: a of mine who I love who moved to Texas, and he started tax it, which is like Brexit. And for Texas to, and he spent a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of effort, and it kept getting killed uh, all the time in Austin, Texas. And he was texting me during uh, uh, us talking about the Supreme Court. This may change things. And, you know, I really think that could be the beginning to give the, the 27 states of character. They want to have a convention of the states because they recognize the gangster government headed up by the traitor and thief Joe Biden. And, and that's what needs to it? happen. I'm not delusional, and I'm not going to tie anybody's hopes up in the idea this time Trump will won. He won three years ago. Here we are. And now the system of corruption and chaos is exactly where it needs to be, and World War War Three will be the perfect cover to really make hundreds of billions to the oligarchs that are running everything. Thank you very much for listening, Kevin. You know Thank I you. appreciate it. John and Palatine.
9: Hey, Sean. Uh, hope you're doing well today. Hey, I had two questions for you.
2: Uh huh.
9: One of, one of them you might have
6: might have covered. But the first one is, uh, do you remember an old show in the 70s hosted by Bill Jackson called uh, the Giggle Snort Hotel?
2: Come on, babe. You're talking to a guy that I love to skip school. All I had to tell my mother is I got a headache. You stay home today. <laughs> Good. Yeah, of course I'm familiar with the Giggle Snort Hotel. Yeah. Now,
9: now, when, when you're talking to and all of us are listening to Cream Pup Jim. Doesn't his voice uh, sound uh, familiar, like a you familiar might. character on that TV
2: show? You know, there's a reason I can't stop taking his call. He's the only Democrat ever in my life I ever took the call. The only one, knowingly. And I think you might have, subconsciously, he is making me feel like I skipped school and I'm watching Gigglesnort Hotel, and my nana is going to make me to German Pancakes, which I love so much. Thank you very much for bringing back fond memories and uh tying it all in a bow. Holly, you'll be first when I get back.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer.
9: The Communist vote is a vote for life. A vote for the communist ticket. It is a vote to end racism to all forms of discrimination. It is a vote for jobs, a vote for decent income, a home for everyone, for full equality of women, especially on the job. Ooh. It is a vote for free child care centers and for working mothers, a 6 months maternity leave with full pay. It is a vote for free quality medical care, hospital care for all who need it. It is a vote for free college education, for all, regardless of income, we have the materials, we have the manpower to build a decent home for every family. We can build enough schools and hospitals. We can, if we can have modern mass transit systems, we can eliminate poverty and want. Is that Brandon we can Johnson? Do
2: all this. No, that guy never went to the hospital because he had a panic attack. Little girl, Holly and the planes.
1: Hold on. Sorry. Hey, um, I just wanted to say red alert. Let's look the commercial. Um, from what I've been understanding, there's some um, plans of these guys to start attacking us. I've heard by some of the waterways, the rivers, and other things. So for any and everybody to start planning with water, food, uh, hardware, their safe house uh, quite urgently. Too bad in
2: Illinois you don't have a gun that shoots 30 terrorists a second. <laughs> Down in Florida I do. I got four of them. <laughs> yeah?
1: Yeah, we need so, to change
2: they, our laws here. Yeah, well, you know what, Holly? It's dangerous in the plains. Just hang out on the balcony. Now, are you are you near um, uh, Forest Park? There, the river. Are you I'm near, near river? yeah, I'm near the river. So that's you know, I watch. You know, it's it, it, this. So you can get your canoe are. and row yourself to Forest Park and get yourself a drink. You want me
1: to attach a gun to the end of the oar, and I'll be. Oh, in
2: now case. you're thinking, Holly. See, <laughs> we will adapt and overcome. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, wait a minute. Where is this clip? Here we go.
9: We need to have uh, a realization that we've got a, about 35 years worth of oil left in the whole world. We're going to run out of oil. When Mister Nixon
2: made his famous. Mike in Hammond.
6: Hey, thanks to taking my calls. John. Hey, I haven't listened to you the last several days. My youngest son got married in Fort Wayne, Indiana, so I'm out of
2: town. Nice. But did I miss a Jimmy Carter update? Still alive. Still alive. On a bed right now, like a guppy out of water. <sighs> Uh, What am I going to do, Squirrel? He just won't go. And when he does go, he'll be eulogized as a great statesman. Versus the idiot who's not only responsible for the stronghold on the oil market that the enemies who yell Aloha Snack Bar want to kill everybody who's an infidel have, but uh, he won't be uh, uh, tied to exactly the kind of corruption and chaos he created and stoked in Iran. People will forget all about the Pahlavi dynasty in iran they'll forget about the uprising to push back the 7th century barbarians we need to have uh,
9: a realization that we've got a about 35 years worth of oil left in the whole world the We're same way
2: they forget about all of the atrocities that we are now funding in the ukraine here are the undeniable facts there are 25 to 30 u.s funded
1: bio labs in ukraine according to the u.s government These biolabs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens.
2: Ukraine. Does that will it matter? Because I'll tell you, when you watch the the media today, when you watch the so-called Republicans, when you see who they want to put in place, they're all fungible. Their names don't even matter. And in the meantime, the federal government has decided to finally take actions on the border. Well, a Supreme Court decision will allow Border Patrol agents to cut razor wire along the sub- Aren't you idiots supposed to be laying it out? You're cutting it? That's like Democrats. Well, there's good news for Scott Goodman and all of the oligarchs in these Democrat sewers. They're leasing their dilapidated slums to the people who are paying $60 a foot for it. That's how you know you're in Chirac, Chicago. Once a great city, now the example of a Democrat utopia. We'll be back tomorrow to expose it again in 21 hours. Have a good night.